Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. And we're still on a high celebrating because we hit 50 podcast episodes. That's truly amazing. And we're glad to still have you with us, the valuable, dedicated listener. Thanks for coming along. Today, we're on episode 52, titled The Best Email. But I'm not going to let you know what it is until we come back from the intro. See you then. For episode 52, it's titled The Best Email. But what exactly is the best email? Hopefully, I kept your attention through the intro. I think the best email is an email that's only one page long. It's so that you don't have to scroll down on your computer or on your phone. You can open it and you almost get a sense of relaxation and comfort just by noticing that you see the intro and you see the closing line. Maybe you've been there. Hopefully you have. On the other hand, have you ever opened an email and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled just to figure out how long it was and how much time you're going to dedicate to opening it and reading it? What if, on the other hand, the email you open was short, but as you scroll just a little bit, you see attachments and forwards and forwards of information? Ugh, when's it going to stop? And how far do I have to read to comprehend what's going on here? Why couldn't they just have sent me a shorter email and get to the point sooner? I think we all struggle with that. We struggle with composing our thoughts when we verbally communicate, and we certainly struggle composing our thoughts when we text or email. The point behind email and text was to send short information when you didn't need a phone call, just get a quick message across. But over time, we've fallen back as the primary communication device being email. I think today, rarely, we actually pick up the phone. There's so much lost when we don't have an audible conversation. First, we don't get the energy of greeting each other, catching up, and asking how things are. Second, We don't get to hear the other person's tone, their voice, the pauses, the inflections in their voice. All these things are valuable information with how we communicate as humans. When we use email or text, for example, we can misconstrue messages quite easily. Maybe this has happened to you. For example, have you ever received a text message on your phone and something was in all capital letters? the first response I hear is typically, this person's yelling at me. Now, what if they use some emojis or some icons? Happy face? Hey, they're in a good mood. Sad face? Mm, Not so much. An angry face? Once again, they're mad at me. And then, if they follow it with capital letters or all exclamation points, we're in deep trouble. I wonder... How many text arguments and how many text ping-pong volleying messages went back and forth when as simple as a quick phone call just to check in with the other person would have resolved the matter more quickly and more effectively? I think we all have so much to say, and with the world moving so fast, it's difficult. Then when you throw in what's going on in the marketplace, such as downsizing, 
we're asked to do more and do more with less. You would figure this would drive us to be more functional and more efficient, but many times it doesn't. Rather, I think our emotional side of our brain takes over. Once we're in the emotional side, we really have lost focus on the ability to stay in logical mode and communicate with data and communicate with good, solid points, but rather we oscillate back and forth in our emotional side, using a lot of adjectives and a lot of feelings in our discussions. The other day, while we were drafting an email, my son Nicholas asked me, what's the point of your message? Once we reviewed the stuff, all the other words around the message, we realized how much wording could be removed. That extra wording clouded the main point of the message. It even made the main point difficult to see. When we placed our message clearly, it was easy to pick out from all the other words, but there were still emotional tones surrounding it. When you sometimes write on a touchy subject, it's natural from the emotional side of our brain to come out. The problem is, using emotions and a lot of adjectives sometimes does not provide any value, and in fact, it can hurt our communication style, whether it's verbally or in writing. And again, that's email or text. What we needed to do was step back when we were writing the email, and we needed to remove the emotional tones so that we could focus on our ask, focus on a request, the information and data that we were looking for. If you have situations like this, you can stop yourself and say how much of this email truly needs to be sent and what points am I truly trying to get across. You might surprise yourself, but many times the content in the email can be shrunk down significantly. I'd like to challenge you the dedicated listener, to take a test for the rest of May. Let's see if you can get most of your email compositions down to one page or less. And when you form a response, do the same thing. Try to keep it to one page or less. I'll put a link to some earlier show episodes where I talk about being overloaded by email and text and I think there's even a few episodes on communication as well that I'll share with you. Really, the goal of today's podcast was just to talk about the best email. And yes, it does center a little bit about around emotion when you open that email and you almost feel a place of uh, a feeling of peace, a feeling of comfort when you open it and see that there's just a few short phrases or few short sentences for you to read and digest. You almost welcome it emotionally, but you said, wow, this is something quick I can process. And if someone's asking something of me, I can quickly turn around and respond. Now, there are tips and there are tricks to when you ask questions and ability to communicate them in a clean, clear fashion. So we'll put the links in the show notes for other ways to communicate, improved ways that is for email and text. But for today's episode, yes, it was a little shorter, just like we're trying to make our emails the best email. 
we want to help make this podcast episode one of the best by being a little shorter today and getting to the point more quickly. When you write the best email, you address the person, you get very quickly to the point or points, and you close the email clearly and cleanly. Try to remove any ambiguous statements. If there's something you wish you had said or wish you had asked, put it in the email. Just make sure it's clear to the receiver what you're asking for. If you have any specific dates or deadlines that you need responses by, don't be afraid to put those in the email also. Just make it clear that you have a strong request to meet those deadlines or dates. You don't have to be forceful, which could come across offensive or aggressive. There's nothing wrong with being assertive, though. People sometimes like to know, oh, I received this email and the person asked me to respond within three days because they have a deadline. Great, I understand their need. But if you don't put those deadlines or dates for required information, how does the receiving person know? They're not inside your head. They can't read your mind. All too often, we already know what we're seeking. We already know the deadlines, the dates, the impacts for the information that we want, but we fail to communicate it clearly to the receiver. So, before you write your next email, stop and think a while. Write a few short bullets, even on a blank email without an addressee, and just put down what are the key points you're trying to get across in bullet form. You don't need sentences, just the plain plain bullet points. When you see there's only two or three, maybe turn those into a couple sentences and you're done. It really can be that simple to communicate clearly and not only receive, but send the best email ever. I hope today's episode made you smile and think about all the emails you've received over the years and potentially continue to receive as you listen to this podcast and now know ways that you can improve your communication style as well from composing emails as well as receiving them and responding. I hope you're doing well in the middle of May 2021. Thank you for sticking around and being a dedicated listener to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We're just so excited to be on our second half after episode 50. What a celebration. Have an awesome week. God bless you. This has been Craig Ansell for the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Please jump on our email list. You can do that at craigansell.com forward slash email. And we're always looking for your information on social media. If you have some challenges you're facing or some particular difficult situations you might like help with, you can email us directly or pop on social media and ask a few questions. If there's enough interest, we might be able to put a podcast episode together specifically for you and your challenging situation. God bless you. Have an awesome week.